0: good evening and welcome back to another episode of quotes today by live law this is your host urvashi chahan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front this is your go-to source for all things legal let us start starting with an update on the shiv sena issue the supreme court today issued notice on a petition filed by member of shiv sena that is Uddhav Balasaheb thakre faction challenging refusal of the maharashtra speaker to disqualify the MLAs of Shiv Sena, that is Eknath Shinde faction, under the 10th schedule of the constitution. A bench comprising Chief Justice of India Devai Chandra Chud, Justice JB Pardewala and Justice Manoj Mishra issued notice returnable within two weeks. When the matter was taken up, the CGI asked the petitioner's lawyer, senior advocate Kapil Sibyl, about whether they should have approached the High Court. Sybil submitted that the Speaker's order violated Supreme Court's judgment and therefore the top court ought to hear the matter. The SLP has been filed by Uddhav Balasaheb Thakre faction member Sunil Prabhu challenging the order passed on 10th January by the Speaker dismissing disqualification petitions filed by Uddhav thakre group against each other. The Speaker held that Shinde group was the real Shiv Sena on the ground that they had a legislative majority when the rival factions emerged in June 2022. The Speaker also recognized the whip appointed by Shinde as the official whip of the Shiv Sena Party and held that there was no violation of the whip by the Shinde Group MLAs. Also, let me tell you, Eknath Shinde Group has approached the Bombay High Court, challenging refusal of the Speaker to disqualify the Uddhav Thakre Group. And last week, the High Court issued a notice on the Shinde Group's petition. A bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and Dipankar Datta today morning heard a writ petition filed by a Tamil Nadu Bharatiya Janata Party leader alleging that the Tamil Nadu government had banned live screenings and special pujas in connection with the Ram Mandir consecration ceremony. During the hearing, the Tamil Nadu government told the Supreme Court that there was no ban on organizing the live screenings of the Pran Pratishtha ceremony of Lord Ram at Ayodhya and on performing special pujas, bhajans, etc., to mark the occasion. Noting the statement made on behalf of the Tamil Nadu government, the bench categorically told the state that permission could not be denied on sole ground that other communities were living in the location. While issuing notice on the petition, the bench asked the state to keep a record of the applications received and directed that speaking orders assigning reasons for allowing or disallowing must be specified. The Karnataka High Court has said that power of Government of India to expel nationals of other countries who overstay in the nation without any document is absolute and unfettered. The petitioner here claimed that she met one Janardhan Reddy on social media. They got married in December 2017 and lived in Chennai. She had a dependent visa which was extended twice. When she sought another extension, the immigration office asked for documents supporting her stay, like an undertaking from the spouse in support of her stay in India. On failure to produce the same, an exit permit was issued against her. She argued that her husband neglected her and her visa should be extended without his consent. However, authorities opposed citing confidential reports linking her to counter-terrorism, having links with Special Services Group, which in turn had links with the army of neighbouring nation. The court noted that she had initiated maintenance proceedings only after being asked for the documents. Additionally, social media records showed her interactions with the Special Services Group. Accordingly, the court dismissed the petition with a direction to the immigration officer to execute the exit permit without insisting on any fee from the petitioner. Rashtriya Janta Dal leader and Bihar Deputy Chief Minister Tejasvi Yadav today told the Supreme Court in an affidavit that he has withdrawn the remarks made by him about Gujaratis. A criminal defamation case was filed against him in Ahmedabad for his remark that only Gujaratis can be cheats. This was made during a media address in March last year. He had filed a transfer petition for the case to be transferred to Delhi or any other neutral venue. In November, the Supreme Court had issued notice in the petition. After taking note of the affidavit by Yadav, a bench comprising Justices Abhay S. Oak and Ujjal Bhuya today granted permission to the Respondents' Council to seek instructions with the condition that the court reserved the right to use its inherent discretionary powers, which are under Article 142 of the Constitution, to dismiss Yadav's prosecution in the case. The matter is posted next on 29th January. In another update, the Supreme Court today allowed NewsClick Human Resources' head and recently turned approver Amit Chakrabarti to withdraw his plea challenging his arrest by the Delhi Police. As you know, he was arrested along with Prabir Purkayas, the founder and editor-in-chief of the News Portal in October last year. Last week, Chakrabarti was allowed by a Delhi court to turn approver in the case and was granted a pardon. A bench of Justices B.R. Gawai, Sanjay Karol and Sandeep Mehta was hearing the SLPs filed by the duo against a decision of the Delhi High Court, which had upheld their arrest by the Delhi Police in a case under UAPA over alleged Chinese funding to promote anti-national propaganda. After a brief courtroom exchange, the bench allowed Chakrabarti's request and adjourned the proceedings. The bench asked for the matter to be relisted next Tuesday. CJI Chandrachud today announced steps to solve the issue of non-talling of pagination of copies, a common issue encountered during pleadings. Pagination refers to numbering of pages in legal documents and mismatches can lead to confusion and difficulties in referencing. The measures come in light of the inconvenience faced by the bench in tracing and matching the page numbers which the advocates refer to while submitting their arguments under the newly introduced measures the cji has mandated sharing of scanned copies of paper books complete with proper pagination through email with advocates on record to facilitate organized access each matters paper books are to be categorized into three distinct pdfs main pdf containing petitions and relevant documents submitted during the initial filing Additional documents PDF, which includes interim applications and subsequently filed documents. And a records PDF, which maintains a record of proceedings and office reports submitted over time. It was further informed that there would be standardization of bookmarking. The case number and diary number of each matter will be communicated to advocates in the form of zip folders. The AORs are then encouraged to share these documents as appropriate with senior counsels who may be presenting arguments. The CGI clarified that at present, the measures will be applied only in the Chief Justice's Court on a pilot basis and will then proceed accordingly. In a matter relating to electoral reforms in the Supreme Court Bar Association, the top court today asked the association to consider desirability of taking up all issues in its general body meeting. The matter relates to an application submitted by a member of the SCBA requesting a relaxation of the norms used to determine voter eligibility. SCBA's case has been that if anyone wants amendment of the election process of SCBA, they should come forward with the requisition supported by at least 150 members, which will then be voted on by the general body. Former SCBA president and senior advocate Vikas Singh submitted before the court that the association already had a requisition of 400 members, yet it was not calling a general body meeting. Singh also indicated that the matter was not being taken seriously by SCBA. Justice Kant suggested that the SCBA could take up all the issues in the general body meeting and then take a decision. The SCBA council conceded, saying that they would decide the same in the executive committee meeting. The bench of Justices surekant and K.V. Vishwanathan passed the order, listing the matter after three weeks. Also, on SCBA's counsel arguing that the matter be kept after four weeks as the suggestions given were to be considered, the court opined that suggestions aspect should be kept independently. And lastly, the Delhi High Court today sought response of the Delhi government on recommendations given by NHRC in its 2020 report on the violence at Jamia Millia Islamia in December 2019 in connection with the protest against Citizenship Amendment Act. The court was dealing with a plea moved by various students of Jamia who were allegedly attacked by the Delhi police during the violence. One of the petitioners, a law student at the time of the incident, had filed the complaint before the NHRC. The commission in its report had said that the protest was an unlawful assembly and had invited police action against itself. The report alleged that the protesters had turned violent, destroyed government and private property, and threw stones and petrol bombs at police officers, thus putting themselves beyond the ambit of constitutionally guaranteed right to assembly. In the report, the NHRC had given recommendations that the Delhi government would provide compensation to the injured students and that suitable action be taken against the erring cops. The Delhi police contended that after succeeding before a statutory forum being the NHRC in getting the relief of compensation, the petitioner could not press for the same relief once again before the High Court. A division bench of Justice Suresh Kumar Keit and Justice Manoj Jain today directed the Delhi government to file the response within two weeks. It also permitted the Delhi Police to file the original complaint filed before NHRC and other relevant documents. The court has listed the matter along with other petitions concerning the violence for hearing on 14th March. Stay tuned with us. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on live law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.